okay with Lena Thackner, uh, Piss on Peak, Patriarchy is the short film, a uh, film from Germany, played at the Female Feedback Film Festival. It's really a film about, it's still a man's world, and you're using, uh, needing to go to the washroom as kind of a plot point to kind of talk about that theme, I guess, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this was uh, the topic of needing to be urgently, but having no possibility as a woman was kind of the the first idea that I had. That's yeah, it's a fantastic film. I really like it a lot from from beginning to end. Nicely, nicely photographed, nicely, nicely directed. You wrote the screenplay as well, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. And Antonia Pepita Gisla was the DOP. And yeah, I'm also really happy with how it how it looks and how it turned out. Yes. Yeah, it's fantastic. Nicely performed. So did uh the, the in terms of the idea of this story and writing the screenplay, do you remember when you kind of came up with this idea for the film? I don't really remember it. I remember that I sat down and I was writing the script in, I don't know, like half day or something. It was some weekend day. I was at home and I just remember that I I was just sitting there and I was um I was typing. I had this like the setup in my in my head somehow and I was thinking it's quite a a funny setup to send a character in because this like needing to pee it's like a really like basic human need we all we all yeah. experience we all know it and I and it's just like a really strong want and need for a character so um yeah I think the first this first idea was a little bit to experiment with what can happen if she really needs to go but it's not possible and how how is this maybe contributing to her feeling of anger that is growing inside her um yeah and I think also I wanted to experiment with this like what is reality and what is in her head and this was also this yeah. first few ideas that I had yes well it's the, it's the film is shot like kind of from her perspective or like what she observes and what she sees I guess right yeah yes there's um a lot of really um subjective like camera angles uh, and a view view of her how she is seeing things or what is she imagining in her head and we see it like it's the the reality of the movie and sometimes like my what I wanted to um what I wanted to do is that you you watch the scene and then you only realize afterwards like ah this was only in her imagination yes like the scene where like the the guy who has the Winnebago and she lets her use the washroom and then you're like oh my god she's getting kidnapped and then it's like it's yes. her imagination yeah right? Yeah, that you're a little bit like, oh, God, what the fuck she's doing? Like, don't go in there. What's going on with her? And then you realize, ah, okay, who? And this is um, this scene is in the very beginning of the movie. And um, when you watch a movie, you don't know what will happen. So in the first, when you watch it the first time, you will be like, ah, okay, it's a movie about kidnapping. She will be kidnapped now by this weird, weirdo guy. Um, yes. So, yeah. And everybody's a male, right? So she gets out of the car, the gas station, and it's like, this is a universal gas station. We see it in Canada, see it in North America. It's like, we, we know this gas station, generally in the Western world. And and so she comes out of the car and it's all like what she sees, right? Like, I'm sure that you're been there. It's scary. It's nighttime. You're a woman. And then there's all these creepy men kind of get at the gas station, right? And like, yeah. it's not comfortable. Yes, 
yeah the idea was to show a little bit of this like really like a male environment and yeah. i think this is like really like a masculine environment which is with the cars and the guys and the workers needing to go somewhere and um yeah i think yeah i think we all know this feeling to to arrive somewhere and then maybe yeah, it's a little bit creepy and as a woman you understand that you also your first thought wouldn't be like because the toilet is broken she needs to pee but the toilet is broken at this at this gas station and in this situation normally you wouldn't be like yeah okay i will just walk into the dark and i will yeah. just go there somewhere to the bushes because you you arrived there and it's already like this really yeah a little bit scary environment there and she's like really exposed um which i also like is this um the light situation at this gas stations that it's always this like really hard lights from the from the top and that she's like super exposed also and also with her outfit what for me was interesting about this gas station as a location or as a place is that a lot of different people come together there like um because everybody needs to to stop there to get some some gas and yeah. um there's like very the like very different kind of men that she can meet there also and so like obviously it's easier to pee if you're a man outside, right? So, yeah. like, yeah. I've learned that with I like a, I have a boy and a girl, and the girl boy who needs to pee, let's just go to the tree, right? Like, it's pretty yeah. simple. Yeah, but, that's true. Yeah, and I have this a lot, and I don't know in Berlin we have a little bit of this culture. It's called Späti. It's like this like small shops and they are open all night and you can buy drinks all night. So a lot of people in Berlin, they just really like to buy the beer and to stay in the street and talk with your friends. And this is something that you do for the weekends that you just hang out in the streets and you drink in front of this um, Späti. And I see this a lot that it's like for the guys, it's so much easier if they need to pee that they just go somewhere, they just vanish in the dark and they just pee in some corner. Yeah. And um, yeah, this is also a little bit how I came up with this idea. And as a woman, you have this problem it's like a, a bigger it's like a bigger action that you need to take because you will need to go you will need to ask in some shop if maybe you can use the toilet and um yeah for me it's interesting how our world is also like the architecture of our world it's super patriarchal it's you can really feel that it was built by men and for men and that they had like only their perspective of the architecture because um what is i don't know i was reading and researching a lot about this toilet situation and how patriarchy is also showing in this architecture of toilets and something like simple like that and it's really amazing that mostly the toilets have the same size but women need to do way more in these toilets yeah. because they're the ones who normally go with the kids if the kids need to go to toilet and they are the one with the more complicated outfits they menstruate they're like there's a lot of stuff going on with the female body and yeah. but they have the same size of toilets and i think you like everybody knows the situation also in the in the club for example or um in some bar that always you will need to wait in front of the 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 ladies toilet and there's always the line and you need to wait yeah. because it just takes longer and the guys that just go in and they're like oh, yeah okay and it's well done. you ever go to like a, a sporting event or like a concert and it's yes. like yeah, sporting yeah. events are brutal it's like you even though there's majority of men who are generally at the sporting event there's always a long lineup of, of the women's washroom and men are just like we're pre we're peeing in troughs that's what we're doing we're like yeah. We're like, we're like animals. We're just like, we're just, you know what I mean? And it's like, and like we are, and it's like, they, they made it easy for our, 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 uh, our gender 
to go to the washroom. Yeah. So yeah, there it's, yeah. it's this is a deeper subject. I I, I found it fascinating. Um, your film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like I was reading a lot about this toilet stuff, just like because it shows so clearly in such an like human and small thing like architecture how unfair this world can be if you're not if you're not a man or if you're not in a privileged situation because also women they we can also we could also pee whilst standing if there would be a different kind of toilet this um this also in um there's also some startups um i was talking with with some startups um that are doing this that they are designing this pissoir but for women the, and this is also interesting that it's possible it's just not built so this would i think make this uh concert situation easier for women if there would be also this faster possibility to go so dear yeah so the, your film in terms of tone this is a really interesting film because it's got comedic elements of course it's drama it's like it's thriller horror it's like it's really kind of like mixing a lot of genres but then the tone needs to have a certain balance to it. Did you kind of like, how did you like kind of work that kind of rhythm to make sure that, you know what I mean? Like you said, sometimes it's in reality, sometimes it's her imagination. Like, how did you kind of find that balance when you're directing the film? Mm, I don't, normally I don't think so much about genre. I don't know, because I, for example, I, I don't really like horror movies. I don't watch horror movies. For and now we um this movie was screened also at some other festival and they put us in the in the horror um yeah. block and I was like oh, okay interesting because I didn't think about this as some horror movie or something. I knew it's like a weird mix and um it's something different somehow because we play with yeah with this reality and what is in her head and what is not um and it's a little bit experimental maybe. But um, normally, I don't really think like ah now I will do the drama or now I will do some 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 comedy. I, yeah, I understand. Yeah, it's just more. I don't. It's more like seeing the movie and then it's just there and then um, I don't really think about oh maybe it needs to be like this or like that. For example, this um, I think the sound design also added a lot of layers to this because the sound design is yeah. But it's more about like just like making sure the audience doesn't lose inter like lose their focus on on basically yeah. on the film. Like it doesn't get over it doesn't get too over the top. It's still grounded yeah. in a little bit of reality that you're kind of making a point here. And yeah, and it's not yeah. like it, it doesn't get cra it doesn't get too like lunatic. Like it doesn't get too crazy. You know what I mean? It doesn't get too over the top, if that makes sense to you. Yeah, I think it's extremely important that you don't lose your connection with the with the main character yeah. somehow um this is also at the first the first scene is only her in the car and she's driving and something is weird about her and then you figure out like oh, okay she really needs to pee and um i was thinking this is something like such a basic need that everybody can relate to this everybody can identify with her in the situation and i think it was just super important to not lose the connection and um, the identification with this main character because I was thinking that um, this is also something like men can watch and they will understand the situation they've never been in. So this was important for me to to make sure that we go on this also this emotional roller coaster with her. Yeah, and so you kind of foreshadow the film with like the first scene where she's in the car and you have the gun, the the, the yeah. gun kind of uh, what do you call it the trinket or whatever on the car right like usually there's like dice yeah. it's like dice or something but it's like 
I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that's not that common to see that in Germany. Like it's like I'm uh, the people have guns. Like in the Amer- United States, it would just be very common. But do people like like guns in Germany? I think not so much. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe this is this was some actually this gun was uh, normally you would put this at um, on a chain and okay. you will have this around your neck. It's more like some jewelry thing yeah. that I that I found <laughs> online. Yeah, I think normally the Germans, I think not so much into into guns, but it's also you can use it as this like a little bit like, I don't know, wilder kind of decoration like in her car. So I was thinking to um, also show that she has some from the beginning that she also has maybe some more dangerous um, thing about her, some dangerous side about her. Yeah, and, and yeah, that's exactly it. It's, it's, but it's foreshadowing of what what we can kind of respect because it's like, like you, you know, a woman driving a car usually doesn't have that kind of a gun hanging over on on her uh, on her rear view mirror. So basically, yeah. so in terms of like, you got some some interesting makeup. You had some like makeup uh, uh, kind of effects that you had to do in this film. How was that process? Yeah, this was. Um, we were really lucky. Um, Lutz Zeidler, he was. Um, he, I don't know. He shot uh, so many movies. He's done so much as. Um, he's doing the special effects, and he was helping us a lot how. Um, to find out how to how to even do this of the shootings, and he was um helping us a lot with um, coming up with this, and also. I was a little bit intimidating. I, I intimidated by this. I was because I, I I noted special effects and shootings and blood, and it's always it takes a lot of time, yeah. and it needs to look good um, in order to work. But yeah, he was um, he's very experienced, and he he did so many films, and we were really um, lucky that he helped us because his son is the best friend of the brother of the main actress and so we were really lucky to find this man who was helping us a lot with the shotguns and um yeah this was really nice and where did you find the location for the the, the gas station was it a real gas station that you shot at yes this, uh, it's a real gas station and i was just spending a lot of days just driving around berlin i knew that i wanted to shoot around berlin and then i I was also thinking like I don't want to have more than one hour of driving to get to the location because we needed to go there four nights in a row and I didn't want to waste so much time of driving. So yeah, for several weeks, um, whenever I had time, I was just do like driving around um the highways around Berlin and try to find it. And this was just um yeah, by by accident. I was just driving the highway. I took some some way out and was a little bit driving around the village there and I found it and it was just perfect because in Germany we have a lot of these chains like Aral um, and like this and they all look the same they all look this gas stations look all the same and this was some more old school um, nice one I liked it there a lot yes so you're you're saying in your director's uh, bio that you've done a lot of screenwriting and uh, and it was you know like it, it is what it is but then like in terms of you want to get into directing, kind of directing your own words, kind of setting the tone of your own words. Uh, did you, what if, what if, like, what, what films have you made before this film? Were you, what was your experience directing before this film? Before this film? Yeah, I was just like, yeah, writing a lot and I did some, some longer movie. I did one, um, my first, long, like the longest script after the, like the feature film script after my film school was about, um, called Am Ende der Worte. I don't know how to translate this in English. 
um it's like the where the words end or at the end of the words and this is yeah. about some, some young a woman and she she's um she wants to be the policewoman and she she starts to work in the um, Bereitschaftspolizei. It's um one department of police and they do a lot of these football games and demonstrations and this is like this the guys with the full uniforms who go um to the demonstrations and um yeah and she got there into more like viol a violent group of cops and then she she gets like under the pressure of the system and she needs to decide if she will be part of the system or not. And you wrote yes. that you wrote that screenplay. It's a feature film and it's how it's how people can yes. watch it. It was it was yeah. out in Germany and uh it's done pretty yeah. well. You must be proud. Yeah, I'm I'm really happy about this. I was this was um my um, I I ended the film school with this. This was like my master thesis or like yeah, that's I, pretty I amazing that that you got to make it got made into a film like that. Yes, really yeah, I'm really happy about it. Yes, and uh, but before I was only di directing one or two times, like some really like some short movies. I don't know, like eight years ago, and there I remember that this was it was so much pressure. This writing for me, it's always more um, comfortable because sure. you write and then. Yeah, okay. If it's shit, then I will just rewrite it tomorrow, and it's not so much pressure. And I was doing these two short movies in the past, and I just there was this was so much pressure for me, this directing and being responsible for everything that yeah. I I was a little bit like, okay, I I cannot live like this. I cannot have this kind of anxiety in my life. I cannot live like this. I will I will study script writing. I will stay safe. Um, yeah. But now I um and I I started to notice that I just want to have um. I want to have the the possibility to do at least the scripts that I'm that are really important for me that I can direct them by myself in the future. And you, and so, you yeah. said in the blog interview that you already you have a feature film that you you're going to direct that's yeah. already been financed. Yes, exactly. Together with um, Sarah Schrade, she's also a writer and a director, and we we wrote um, a few scripts already together. Now, right now, we are doing some crime script for German television, and yeah, and we we had one idea, and we we got it financed now, and we will hopefully shoot it next year together, and we will co-write and co-direct. Oh, that's amazing! And, so you're on your way. Yes. Yeah, and this um short, and I'm really happy that this um yeah this short movie is a little bit opening the door for it now because I was really thinking like okay fuck it I will take my the money that I saved and I will just put it in this short movie I need to try how it is to to direct again and so I'm really happy that yeah that you invited us and that other festivals are inviting us and yeah. that um, yeah people can relate with this with this movie I'm yeah, the investment afraid. paid off I guess right. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's a like I said, like, like it's so funny you're talking about genres because it's like in in because it is like a it is a different film and and people like to typecast, especially like pro festival programmers. They want to put things in certain categories. It could be a good thing because you can submit to many festivals, but at the same time, I think you want this to kind of be a drama, I guess, right? Yes, and a wild, I don't know, like drama, but also I notice even if I try to write a drama, I always tend to make it also funny. So I always yeah, think there is some, there is funny yeah. moments in the film. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yes. Yeah. And this um, feature-length movie that um, we were talking about that I will direct together with Sarah next year, it's also funny because this will be the horror movie. So um, again, I'm sorry, even if I, yeah, I, I have this feeling I should start to watch horror movies now maybe to get prepared well, for this if one. you like a lot of times that happens with great filmmakers, right? Like Kubrick only watched comedies, right? Ah, Kubrick made yeah. a lot of drama films, but he just liked watching Smoking the Bandit and like other comedies. He wasn't interested yeah. in watching other dramas. So maybe you like you like dramas, but then maybe you're supposed to make horror films. Yeah, maybe. We will see what, <laughs> what will happen. I mean, it's always the, the idea is there first, and then you just need to go with the idea. It's a little bit also out of out of control. We will you need got to something to say. Happens. You got something to say in this kind of world, I guess, right? Because this film, you know, Piss on Patriarchy, it gets pretty, it gets pretty deep. It gets pretty dark <laughs> in the end, right? So yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm just, um, yeah, I, I'm a feminist. I'm reading a lot about this. I'm also politically um, invested in, in a lot of topics. And I think it's really like it's it's a responsibility that filmmakers have. And I want to take this seriously that we will we, we put something out there and people will watch it. So we have this responsibility to make sure what kind of stories we are telling and what kind of stereotypes we are reproducing maybe. So um yeah this is why I started to 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 make movies in the first place. I was I, I had this feeling that the movie can really change maybe one one person only, but you can if you can manage to that I don't know, in this case a man identifies with this woman who needs to go to the toilet and maybe yeah, question his own privileges a little bit. Then this is something that I think only only um, movies can do on such an emotional level. So yeah, for me it's really important to always have this feminist or political um, surface. Yes. Yeah, it's it's like it's like it's there, like you said, on the surface, but it's not driving your film. Meaning that like you're not t trying to tell people what to think and feel. You're just making this film, and it's it's there. The message is yeah. just there through the entertainment, right? Yeah. So. Yes, I think I try to understand the systems like i'm super interested in systems always like also like the system at this gas station who has what position and what are the dynamics of power between yeah. um, the characters and then it's a little bit but i think it's also important the most important thing is in the end to still take your character like seriously it's a human being who's moving in the system and you need to um also trust this character and make this um, character relatable and not be like, yeah, and this is my opinion and I want to listen, I want everybody to listen to it. This is not working. I think the most important thing is this emotional bonding with the main character. 100%. So you alluded to the to the, to the editing post-production and the sound design. So tell me about the post-production process. You shot the film, uh, I think it was Alexander who was your editor and, and uh, yes. Larissa was your sound designer. It's a, it's a really solid sound design. Maybe maybe use her for your yeah. future film, perhaps. I don't know, because she's pretty great. Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely <laughs> want to keep working with her. This was such a nice work with her. Um, yeah, I was uh, really, I was super excited that she, she wanted to do it. She, she read the script and then she was up to do it um, because also I couldn't pay the people. I couldn't pay normal like normal money for, yeah. for that job. So I needed to win everybody over with just a script or some idea. And I was super happy that Larissa was directly on fire. And um, I also, because I know her style and I know what she can do. And I know that she's like really weird. She's doing weird stuff. And I love this, that she has this like really weird 
approach to it and she comes up with such like creative and new ideas and we just want we sit down one time we talk about it and then I just let her do her thing and I came back one week later and um, she showed me and I, I really liked it because she's super open she's coming up with like super creative and weird ideas and I really love this weirdness about it and yeah this was very professional and nice work I really hope that she will do the feature this feature length movie also yeah because your film like I said it's not conventional so it's a little bit weird too right so it's like you need the real yeah. weird sound design and then tell yeah, me about your Yes. Yeah. So then tell me about the editing process. You you had you had you brought an editor on and they, you guys work together? Uh, Alexander? Yes. Um he's uh, an old friend of mine. I was doing this first, my this first two short movies, I don't know, eight years ago, ten years ago. I was doing together with him. He was doing the the camera and also the editing. We studied together, so I started to make movies with him. And he's living in South Germany. So after the shooting, I think I was resting for two or three days. And then I um, yeah, grabbed the hard, hard drives and I just went with the train to his house. And then we just stayed for one week in his house. And we were basically working on it all the time. And because I wanted to, there was, I think, one festival I really wanted to, um, to send a movie um, to this festival. And so we decided, OK, we will just do it in one week and then we we will directly send it. So this was a really fast process also. Oh, and then it didn't get, yeah. got into the, get into the festival? No, unfortunately not. Oh. <laughs> but it was actually, it was still, it was good because we, we had this pressure to just finish done, it. Yeah. And, yes, yeah. this was. I don't know. Like I, I program a lot of film festivals. This one's pretty much a no brainer. Like, and I don't say that often. It's just like, this is a pretty, pretty great short film i don't i don't think there's really uh, there's really any problems with it so i'm always mm -hmm. curious about other festivals what they see so but yeah anyways yeah, probably no, sometimes... short films a year so this one's pretty great yeah thanks a lot that's really nice to hear thanks so what did you so we brought the feedback to you the north american audience what did you think about what the the, the audience had to say our north american audience had to say about your your uh your film I love this video a lot and because I saw that that I got this email that I can download it or I can watch it and um, I remember I was like really nervous I was really scared um, I was a little bit yeah anxious to 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 press the button and and hear it but everybody was I was really so happy that everybody seemed to just understand what I wanted to say with this movie with every single feedback I had this feeling like this person did relate to it and this person is um I don't know they picked up also aspects that make like I was really happy to hear it and just realized like okay they they understood this they could relate relate to it and something I don't know for me I, I watched it and something opened up and I was just really relieved that it it worked out and people can relate to it and can understand it and also on another continent this um yeah made me yeah. also yeah, like I said, it's a universal film. It's got all the elements there, and it's like, uh, yeah, it's it's a good, a very good job. So uh, I I can't wait to see your feature film and see what you do with that the feature film because obviously you're on your way. You know, you know storytelling. You know how to direct a film. So congratulations on this one, and best of luck in the future. Thank you so much. Thanks. Appreciate it. Let's talk again when that feature is made. Yeah, I will call you <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, Schlemiel, Schlemazel, Hasenbem, 
Supreme Court parade. 